0: slightly sobbing. This is your host, Sensitive Urban Female, and I'm in the studio with my very good friend. Do we have a DJ name? Or is Mm. it
1: just... Just just call me Dakin.
0: (laughs) This is just Dakin here in the studio. We're hanging out.
1: I I guess my my old internet handles fried oxygen.
0: Yes. Yeah. Can you touch on that? I'd like to know. Why fried oxygen?
1: Oh, well, I was 15. (laughs) And, uh... I first learned that oxygen is necessary for burning. Oh. But can't actually burn. Interesting. And I could even be wrong about that, but uh, <laughs> so so I thought so frying oxygen would be chemically impossible because by the time it's fried it would be used. I
0: love it. All right. Well, I'm into that. And yeah. uh, today we're talking about insecurity. So, you know, diving right into youth and insecurity, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I was, I was a, a weirdly secure 15-year-old.
0: Really? Can you... Why? I mean, I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> why? Why... Uh, how were how you, like, so secure? Were you just, like, kind of unfazed by people?
1: Um, it's funny how, like, insecurity is something that you can grow into sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I... Yeah, I... I had the, this this sense of I could be myself and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that's in, good. Yeah, that like yeah. indestructible fifteen year old concept.
0: I don't know. I mean I guess I was kind of there when it was like crossing the street and like, you know, eating whatever <laughs> I wanted. I'm still there, kind mm. of <laughs> with that like in indefeatable, uh, youthful thought process. But I feel like when I was in high school I was so concerned about like if people liked me i was mm. like really a people pleaser which i still sort of am but I give a little less fucks now mm-hmm. <laughs> um but anyways insecurity by the dictionary.com definition because you guys all love these definitions is lack of confidence or assurance self-doubt Two, the quality of state or sorry the quality or state of being insecure unstable, something insecure oh sorry these are other uh Uses of the word <laughs> in different uh, verba- verbalities. Is that a right word? Is that yeah. fake? It's we, a fake word?
1: We, we, we can make that real.
0: Verbality is a word now.
1: I and mean, l- language evolves with time and culture. So. Exactly. So, so everybody, use verbality as often as you can.
0: There we go, guys. I'm the next Shakespeare. Um, but anyways, this watered down uh, version of insecurity, I feel like does not go in depth as much of or as much as actual insecurity does. And Digan, do you want to kind of explain why you chose this and we kind of spitballed ideas since I can totally resonate with it? Um,
1: so it's come from a lot of places. Uh, as I, I kind of said earlier, as I've gotten older, I've become I've come more in touch with my insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, and just just weirdly, life gets riskier as you get older. Things that feel the what's the word? I, y, things that feel like they won't phase you will suddenly phase you. Okay. Um. And yeah. And like, I've come to the point where you know, if like I I I need my job to make ends meet to have certain responsibilities. If that suddenly disappeared, that's scary. Totally.
0: So you want to do like your best job because. I mean, like, at least when I'm doing my job, mm. we can touch on this a little bit, like, more in depth. But I feel like if I mess up, I'm totally going to get fired, like, one mm. time. And that has to, like, that's probably because of manifested insecurities <laughs> that I've obtained pure, purely self-inclined.
1: Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I definitely feel you there. I, I think for me, it's more so that, like, wow, I've messed up blank, blank, and blank times there's no way one more mistake is, is going to still be okay or like feeling like I'm, I'm on borrowed time and like that you know, people are eventually going to lose my patience with me and decide, Oh wait, he's not, he's not really actually good at this.
0: Oh, no, <laughs> Yes. Insecurities. I feel them. And I feel like everyone here probably does too. Um, so throughout the next two hours, we're going to be touching on, you know, work anxieties, uh, Probably relationships anxieties a little bit. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. We'll, we'll give you a little bit of a listen. And, and then, you know, as Dakin was kind of talking before uh, we delved into this episode, we're going to kind of be touching on world anxieties because, mm-hmm. and insecurities because Dakin has a lot of really cool insight. And I think that you guys need to hear it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we will be listening to a curated playlist by Dakin himself and myself. Um, up next is going to be violence by parquet courts Ooh. on the album wide awake
1: yes a global insecurity song
0: Ooh, then maybe we will delve into that after the break <laughs> mm-hmm. and then um i'd love if dakin if you would explain your playlist as well i think that it's gonna i think it's gonna go over quite well if you know what i mean so thanks for staying tuned guys i know it's early i appreciate you being here with us and i hope that you're having a great wednesday and here we go i know how to use internet things yay yay all right you're listening to slightly sobbing on bff.fm
2: Four cornered room staring at candles. what oh, that shit is on, hey. let me drop some shit like this here. Yes. At night, I can't sleep. I toss and turn candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating and blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill, B But fuck that shit, there's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps Taking my telephone for taps I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's fucked up when your mind is playing tricks on you. I make big money I drive big cars, everybody know me It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night Something ain't right I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights. Ooh, that I ran off the block Or is it that nigga last week that I shot Or is it the one I be for $5,000 Thought he had cane, but it was gold Met a flower, reached under my seat Grab my papa for the suckers Ain't no use in me line. I was scared of them a motherfucker Put the left in the Popeyes and better die quick If it's going down, let's get this shit over with Here they come, just like I figured I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger when I saw make your ass start giggling. Three blind, cripple and crazy senior citizens. I live by the swamp. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners. My mind is playing tricks on me. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend Me and ghetto boys a trick-or-treating Robbing little kids for bags Till an old man got behind our ass So we speeded up the pace Took a look back, and he was right before our face He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth He was going down, we figured But this wasn't no ordinary nigga He stood about six or seven feet Now that's a nigga I be seeing in my sleep So we triple teamed on him Dropping them motherfucking bees on him The more I swung the more blood flew Then he disappeared and my boys disappeared too Then I felt just like a fiend It wasn't even close to Halloween It was dark as fuck on the streets My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete God damn homie My mind is playing tricks on me.
0: And we're back. Thank you for listening to Slightly Sobbing. This is Sensitive Urban Female, and I am in the studio with Sir Dakin.
1: Uh, I hope that I just have a different alias or a different title every time we come back from a break.
0: <laughs> that's the plan. Um, but anyways, today we are talking about insecurities because guess what? We all have them uh, pretty much, right?
1: I mean, if you don't, we'd like to have you on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would
0: be so interesting talking to someone and being like, I have zero insecurities. But then again, I just don't think that's possible. Even people mm-hmm. who are like rich and famous have insecurities that they're like too rich and famous, you know? Like...
1: Yeah, or just insecurities that can't be saved by being rich and famous.
0: Who can't save you from being rich and famous, though? I'm uh, just kidding. There's a lot of things. Um,
1: <laughs> well, wait, you want to be saved from being rich and famous?
0: Um, I'm thinking more like Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous by... Huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, we're going on a weird riff. Um, anyways, uh, I don't know. I guess you would have to kind of just like save yourself if you... Like, we're falling into that, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I mean... I think the the moral of the story is everybody's insecure. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, or at least they, pre- like, are not... If they aren't insecure, they're pretending, well, <laughs> in yeah. my opinion.
1: Yeah, well, and I also think, I mean, insecure people... Wealthy insecurity is the scariest insecurity. Oh,
0: my God, which we are delving into our next segment. <laughs> yes, so, could you please explain global insecurity, for from your best knowledge?
1: So, uh, as as far as I can, so I keep hearing various different things. Various different, like you know, people are you know financially insecure. People have water insecurity, food mm-hmm. insecurity, all all that sort of nonsense right now, and all kind of kind of boils down to people responding in in very big bold ways as a community because communities are feeling insecure
0: that makes sense and I feel like I mean obviously if you guys live here you understand why people are feeling insecure mm-hmm. there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of anger that's mm-hmm. going on I feel like um, and being insecure in a living situation I think can be probably the most scary mm-hmm. Um And a lot of people's well-beings are being attacked, Mm. um, from my understanding. We were chatting a little bit before the, um, or during the break, where we were kind of unpacking the Supreme Court decision, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like the most macro that we can get, at least on this American um, soil. Mm This American soil, my new podcast (laughs) on NPR. Anyway, sorry. But like, yeah, the Supreme Court decision nominee because mm. of senator kennedy or yes. not senator kennedy no, supreme no. court justice kennedy
1: yeah i guess justice kennedy is the justice right term. Kennedy.
0: the justice of kennedy um is stepping down and dakin i think has a better hold on this so if you want to take it away uh, kind of explain what's going on to our listeners
1: that may not know may, maybe if i can be kind of soapboxy so do it <laughs> um so actually thinking specifically about wealth insecurity, something that both donald trump and mitch mcconnell have Mm -hmm. um in abundance (laughs) in great abundance uh i mean i don't know that it could be a little conspiracy theory for me to to say that the main reason trump wanted to be president was so he can make moves to save his fortune
0: yeah i mean i I feel like i mean obviously like a little conspiracy because you know we don't have full on backing but Mm. there have been many podcasts that i've been listening to and i think that he was you know, he's been so deep in the hole with his tax thing that this he just thinks this is gonna be able to shove it under the rug.
1: Yeah. And taking control or having control of the Supreme Court is something that he is he's doing because he's feeling insecure. And I think Mitch McConnell's move with Obama was kind of the same way, whereas he saw that their real movements to you know, to the people as a whole, generally don't believe in conservatism. Like no, they-
0: they're either like moderate or liberal. At yes. least like maybe I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like I I've I've now given up on me generalizing because I don't think that I have a big hold on it anymore. Because mm-hmm. I was for sure that Trump was not going to get <laughs> no. elected, and that's All clearly the issue which True. I think a lot of people but yeah no I think for the most part people are more I mean it, there's been studies they're more moderate or liberal um, at least on social yeah. effects
1: yeah yeah but also just you know the, the, the color of the nation is, is changing uh, people aren't like we aren't as white Christian as we were even 10 years ago and I think yeah. Mitch McConnell was afraid of losing power and so he was upholding the small amount of power that he had to to take control of the one thing that he felt he can keep in his control for a long time, which was keep, keeping the Supreme Court major- majority conservative.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's like the longevity portion. Like, I guess Congress, I mean, rarely gets voted out. Also, guys, vote, please. <laughs> yes. Please vote. If, 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 um, you're not, if you're
1: not registered, you usually have about a month before election day.
0: You can also, I'm, I might be wrong, but San Francisco, at least for the like pre, the preliminary ones that mm-hmm. just happened, they let you do it on the spot. I'm pretty sure. That's at awesome. At the city, at the courthouse, so there are options. Look into the options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also takes about. I know people are like, oh, it takes like two minutes. It takes about fifteen to thirty minutes. Yeah. So just block out a little bit of time while you're instagramming at nighttime just do that instead
1: but also to continue the the minor conspiracy theories (laughs) um part of part of conservative insecurity is they don't like the changing age race religious demographics of the electorate Mm -hmm. so register early if you're not in san francisco and I, yeah, it's vital. Like, yes, November feels like it's a long way away, but you can go to the post office tomorrow and register to vote.
0: And I'm going to be posting the Rock the Vote link in this uh, description, so there it's it's there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just click it.
1: Yeah. in your info. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's important not to get complacent because yeah, again the. The majority of, you know, of America is probably fairly liberal based on most, like, stats I've read. Uh, Those could be skewed.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think that the world is, like, it's really hard to speak on the insecurities of the people who are actually being, like, fully affected by this, by ICE and by Hmm. the Supreme Court being switched over. Because, I mean, it technically is already Republican, like, majority, Hmm. but... Kennedy was a really big swing voter. He would go more on social issues than, you know, his -hmm. counterparts. And whoever, whatever nominee is going to be submitted, I think there was one just recently. Who is it? Do you know?
1: I can't, I can't remember his name. I
0: actually get Trump's emails because I want to see what propaganda he's spewing to his constituents.
1: Oh man, I can't open them anymore.
0: I can't either, but I get one about... I get one a day. So this one is my court for the su- or my choice for the Supreme Court in all caps. And mm. then he goes, let's see, the Honorable Brett M. Uh, Kavanaugh. So I'm assuming it's a white guy. But yeah. I might it, be wrong. I mean, somebody's name is Brett. They're probably, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, the lead singer of the Donnas was Brett.
0: Good for, are th- were they white?
1: Yes, but female. From from Palo Alto.
0: From Palo Alto. Mm -hmm. Wait.
1: Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. But it's probably
0: it's a dude. Yeah. So it's a it's a dude, which you know, whatever. Just replacing another one. Anyways, we will look into his agenda, and I'm fairly certain that it's something that we don't want. But anyways, that's been uh, that's his nominee. We'll see how Congress handles it. Senate. Who who votes him in? Senate. Um, I think.
1: I can't remember. I think both of them have to agree. Yeah, that's
0: true. I mean, Mitch McConnell should have stopped this, but he's not going to because oh. of his true. insecurities. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's because it because, it, yeah, it, it helps. it Yeah, it, it gives him what he wants and it helps chain it helps keep at least one side of the three chambers of government in his court for far Once too he's long.
0: Gone. <laughs> But anyways, vote in the primaries, which are happening in November. No, 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 no. The election. The yeah, these are midterm Congress.
1: elections, so these are senators, congresspeople, governors, mayors. So many important things to vote for. Uh, and vote local.
0: Yeah, vote local. It's important. Yeah. always vote local. Keep keep eyes yeah. on that because guess what? You can actually change that shit. Yeah, and and also like fully.
1: Those are the people that graduate to Congress later that's true so yeah if you if you keep keep them in the public eye and get the people you want learning how to do government then they can become great and make the world wonderful yes
0: and maybe subside some insecurities with mm-hmm. our entire globe <laughs> globe okay anyways um We are going to transition back into some music, but we will be back with more Insecure Talk because that's what we're here for. We're here for you and your insecurities and our insecurities. Um, So up next is going to be Casket Pretty by No Name, who is a really sick artist. If you don't know them, you should Mm -hmm. totally look into them. I think that it's just one rapper
1: yeah right? it's just, just no name yeah have you ever seen her live she
0: played at the indie or the uh, chapel oh. when i worked there it was sick they, they she did like a 4 p.m show and i was like this is what i'm talking
1: about i, I love four o'clock shows <laughs> me
0: too can you guys okay i'm gonna put this out into the world anybody that books shows or works at a venue please make your shows early i'm such a baby i'm such a grandma i want shows to end by 10 I work at a music venue, and I want shows to by 10.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to see Os Mutantes after this. I'm leaving at 10 o'clock.
0: Yes, that's my which, goal.
1: Which means I'm probably not going to hear Baby or Bat but... Oh, my God.
0: Sad. But right, anyways... M- maybe I'll stay. <laughs> we'll be back after this break. Thank you for staying tuned. This is BFF.fm. I'm Sensitive Urban Female, and we are on Slightly Sobbing. And we are probably going to Slightly Sob, so just stay tuned.
1: Yeah, I just noticed there's a big thing of tissue right here in a basket That's, that's uh, my props uh. <laughs> Anyways, up next is No Name
3: All of my niggas is casket pretty Ain't no one safe in this happy city I hope to God that my telly don't ring Niggas' this casket pretty Ain't no one safe in this happy city I hope you make it home I hope to God that my telly don't ring I've been searching for God in the bottle He gave me ashes to ashes Nearly departed, regarded as holy Don't hold me, don't hold me When niggas is dying and dying And I am afraid of the dark Blue and the white Badges and pistols rejoice in the night And we watch the news And we see him die Tonight, tonight, the night, the night Baby said goodbye Roses in the road Teddy bear outside Bullet down the right Where's love when you need it? Too many babies and soons Dark before the dawn Ricochet upon Bullet in the chest You ain't mean no harm Collecting your checkmate I know you in love with the power There's flowers at every occasion I need me a medicine man Somebody, somebody, take my All of my niggas is casket pretty. Ain't no one safe in this happy city. I hope you make it home. I hope to God that my telly don't ring. Niggas is casket pretty. Ain't no one safe in this happy city. I hope you make it home. I hope to God that my telly don't ring.
4: let hey.
0: was the ever so lovely carly ray jepson and we are back in the studio here at bff.fm on slightly sobbing with my guest the perfect taken <laughs> D- D- <laughs> i uh. couldn't think of something because i was like t- thinking too hard you know yeah well i mean I perfect taken works
1: a- any anytime somebody looks at me and calls me perfect
0: <laughs> where it, it just deciphered it uh, takes away all the insecurities
1: yeah i mean you're wrong <laughs> but uh
0: I mean, perfect perfection is uh, unattainable. Can
1: I you mean, it? you're right. Yeah, you, there, there's no such thing as except perfect. for we're both perfect. So I mean, we're as close as you get. <laughs> uh, that that last song is pretty much perfect.
0: Oh my god, call me maybe. Okay, yeah. So uh, the entire playlist you've heard so far has been curated by Dakin, which is amazing. He probably has the best music taste I've experienced mm-hmm. also just like so knowledgeable about all music slash so not condescending when he's telling you about music which is like really cool because you know there's a lot of people who are like annoying mm-hmm. and like explain things that people already know about but Dakin honestly knows way more than anybody I know and does it in a delightful cheerful way which is awesome mm-hmm. um he does write and take pictures for spitting platters right? Spinning I mean, Platters?
1: That, that is the, the name of the website.
0: Um, is it just spinningplatters.com? Yep. And it is a, is it Bay Area?
1: Right? Uh, Bay Area based, yeah. Well, actually, now where we've gotten kind of global, we've got a we've got a writer in Arizona, a writer in Los Angeles, which, you know, there are no music bloggers in LA, so. <laughs> um, no, not ones as good as you guys, so. Yeah. And actually, I was really excited that I've got somebody that kind of lives in sort of like rural England cool that, that, that's that been writing and he's 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 older and it's really fascinating his perspective because he writes a lot about like kind of undergroundish music mm-hmm. from like the 60s and 70s in england cool
0: yeah wait so yeah give us a little bit of a synopsis of what spinning potters does is it it's like a music blog but
1: yeah i mean it's it's based i mean its, its roots came from me not having a job and still wanting to go to shows and trying to figure out how I could go to shows without making money. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, I started writing about music, and I enjoyed writing about music. It's mostly show reviews and some, like, critical analysis. We have a film department as well that I'm not really part of, mm-hmm. um, except I did review the Tupac movie.
0: It's expanded a lot, though, your whole blog, right? Did it just start with you, or did it start with somebody
1: um there was a core group of us mm-hmm. that that started it um yeah all people that kind of went to shows together that were all sort of in the same situation hell yeah um and then we started recruiting people a lot of the core isn't really part of it anymore from the beginning mm-hmm. but there's still i still feel like they're part of us anyways because yeah. they helped make it
0: totally so yeah i'll link that for you guys as mm-hmm. well it's a really cool blog you should totally check it out um, they do exceptional reviews of SF Bay shows, if not, you know, all the other cool locations that Daikin just mentioned. But riffing off that um, and going back to the playlist, Dagan did curate this for us. So the first um, songs were over, sorry, Head Over Heels, Violence, and Trouble with Public Places. Hmm. If you want to kind of riff off that.
1: Um, actually, so the first song, Head Over Heels by the Go-Go's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the... So uh, the day before a uh, uh, sensitive urban female and I started <laughs> talking about this, uh, I was at, I was at a picnic talking about the go-gos in general with a friend, um, and specifically the song "Coat Over Heels," mm-hmm. and how nobody really understands what's actually happening in that song because it, <laughs> it, it, it's thought of as like a gooey sort of I'm in love with somebody's song but if you listen to the lyrics there is no romance in that song mm-hmm. it's and it's actually like it, it's a song about having an anxiety attack oh gosh and and in such a like perky way and I thought like this is Perfect. anxiety and insecurity <laughs> all wrapped up into one and it's like I'm putting on this facade of like I'm okay. I'm happy. I can do this. But nothing makes sense to me. And I have no idea how to handle the world we live in.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I resonate with that sentence on such an insane level. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and man, uh, that, that that song, like, I, I went back to that song after talking about it with, with a friend, uh, my friend, Lindsay, who, mm-hmm. if she's listening. Um, Love and, you, Lindsay. Yeah. And it was like, wow, like, this song is so... In- beautiful and intense and like every note is perfectly placed and like even that piano line when you first listen to it it's happy and jolly and then you go no this is nervous as fuck like like everything is jittery about this song this song isn't happy at all
5: yeah
1: huh yeah and I thought like wow like the like this is kind of how you kick off like where you find both anxiety and insecurity in pop music yeah so i feel
0: like that happens a lot in pop music too because it's like oh this person's a pop singer they're singing about fun bubbly cool times but it's like a lot of the time like very dark mm -hmm. which is my favorite kind of pop music like david bowie Hmm. totally on that oh yeah and even well i mean he's not really pop but yeah
1: but even like super bubbly pop is all incredibly dark yeah (laughs) i mean yeah Uh. So, yeah, so was the next song was Violence mm-hmm. by the Parquet Courts. Um, that, that song, I think, is a little bit more in your face. That it's another song that both is lyrically and sonically anxious. I just love the singer of Parquet Courts, his way of blurting out everything that's going on in his head at once.
0: Yeah, but it also, and it makes sense, which is, like, very weird. Like, stream-of-conscious singers, I feel like, sometimes have a hard time... Engaging the audience and what they actually mean, but I Mm -hmm. feel like parquet courts kind of doesn't really have that issue,
1: yeah. Like it's all falling on you, Mm -hmm. but it kind of makes sense. But I think it makes sense because it's relatable,
0: yeah. It's like, and I'm stressed, and Mm -hmm. this is how we're gonna deal with Mm -hmm. it with this very loud music, (laughs)
1: yes, (laughs) yeah. Uh, and then taking us into Mind Playing Tricks of Me by Ghetto Boys, Mm -hmm. uh, the classic delusions of insecurity song you, you don't feel like anything is right or real and you lash out because you don't feel like you can survive because nothing makes sense and nothing is working right uh yeah have you ever seen the video to that song
0: i haven't what's it about
1: it's scary it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: is it like okay when did this song come out
1: Oh, it was, like, 85, 86, I think.
0: What, like, is it, like, what kind of scary? you yeah. Um Explain.
1: Yeah, well, it's all very soft focus. Ooh. Um, and, you know, it's classic 80s music video style. Uh, and it's just, a, it's a bunch of scenes of life and, like, bad things happening. And then you snap out of it, and then suddenly you're, like, one character's, like, his fist and face is bloody because he's beating up a, a wall. Mm-hmm. Like that type of like
0: just kind of like stress. yeah stress scary. like kind of like get out.
1: Yeah, kind kind of. I mean, yeah, like I, I think I think it's one of the most it, one of my favorite pieces of 80s hip hop because mm-hmm. it's it, like it it's coming from a period where a lot of hip-hop was pretty fun. Um, like, the gangster rap hasn't really, like, taken hold yet. So nobody was really speaking about, about, you know, I don't know, the, about delusions and about, like, your your mind, like, creating other situations to help you understand things. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that song. Uh, which I think took us into, uh, uh... Casket Pretty. Oh, yeah. Oh, we skipped Cadillaca.
0: Oh, we did, yes. Sorry, the trouble uh, with these public
1: places. Which is, uh, I think the lightest song on this playlist. <laughs> which is, yeah, just, just want, I, I just wanted to play it, really. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's the only song I can think of about how much going to shows sucks.
0: Yeah, wait, okay, so let's kind of go into that, and then we can kind of rep on, like, social anxiety, like, in public places. So, like, we're all, I mean, at least, I don't know, maybe you don't go to shows if you're listening to my playlist, but, like, a lot of my friends and I in Dakin do go to a lot of shows, and it. I, sometimes I don't want to go to a show because I don't want to see people. Mm-hmm. And I, I always see people. And everyone's like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. And I'm like, oh, it gives me so much anxiety. And then I'm like, am I not cool enough because I don't go to these shows? And then I'm like, ah. So it's just like a big whirlwind of emotions. Mm-hmm. And um, Dagan was kind of explaining this song, which I thought was really
1: interesting, uh, which is the Cadillac song. Yeah, I think uh, the the I mean the, the lyric that keeps getting refrained is when she's like screaming screaming they're way too stoned and they're way too drunk (laughs) and yeah like it keeps coming back and how like it's hard to like it's hard sometimes when when somebody's good time isn't the same as your good time but you're together in a place
0: yeah and then you're like i i feel like a lot of like we were talking about this too like kind of vacations and stuff it's like i don't want to have to appease everybody and then it's like if i'm choosing to do this like now I feel bad if, like, I can, like, tell that they're not having a good time mm-hmm. when I chose that, like, activity, um, which is, like, an insecurity of mine mm-hmm. that I'm just, like, I need everyone to, like, be, like, having a good time over myself, and I would, like, always forget about myself because I'm, like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to make sure that everyone else is okay.
1: Yeah, I feel you there. Like, if I'm throwing a party and someone's unhappy.
0: Oh, my God, it's, like, why, why did yeah. I throw the worst party in the world? <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and if, like, <laughs> what did I do? If, if you brought invite 30 people to the party and 29 of them are having a great time yeah and that one other person could be feeling under the weather yeah could have gotten some bad news before the party and they're like no i'm gonna go out and stick it out and they showed up and they couldn't do it yeah like you don't you don't yeah and, but it's so hard to let to, go kind of yeah because all, all you see is Oh no! I failed as a party goer because I or party maker, party <laughs> preparer.
0: <laughs> I am the party maker. <laughs> Sorry, keep <if you're> going. <laughs> so, no, I like that. Yes,
1: but yeah, like when you, when you feel like you failed because this one person in that room is yeah. isn't isn't able to handle it.
0: I wonder why people feel that way. Like I wonder, like I don't know what deep down in me. I think it's just because we want people to be happy. at the end of the day and the way that you are insecure is manifested through like the the way you view your shortcomings Mm -hmm. so it's like if you're like for instance like if you're throwing a party and someone's not having a good time you're like well i messed up because i didn't throw the perfect party for all 30 of these guests Mm -hmm. the one solo person you know and which it's not true like your party's sick but it's hard to kind of differentiate what is reality versus like what goes on in your brain
1: yeah so uh sort of similar to this um and yeah i think we're just going to jump around between eight million <laughs> different types of insecurity yes. uh, but one type of insecurity is work insecurity um this actually came up at work where i was i was giving a presentation mm-hmm. and there was like six people in the room five of them were were pretty well engaged in like uh communicating back to me And there's one other person in the room that wasn't, that was like distracted and not paying attention. And I like couldn't help but zero in on that person and like kept directing like specific questions to that person. And I got called out on it afterwards because it felt like I was obsessing over the one person that I wasn't reaching out to and in the end like it may have hurt the presentation's overall effectiveness because I couldn't deal with the fact that there was one person that was like not engaged yeah and, and in the end like you know I, I had to be reminded like what I just said like they could have just gotten an email before this where uh, somebody that a client that they're working with like needs a lot of help with something or maybe it could not it wasn't even work related it was something personal like they could have been sick at work for all you know cuz people go to work sick all the time
0: i think a lot of insecurity stems from like in a good in a like in a very you know honest way but like it stems from assuming things of others because you're thinking like at least not you but me like i do this where i'm like well this is the worst case scenario and I'm just going to jump to that because it's easier than being positive and like optimistic and then being crushed. It's like, mm. oh, I'm going to just think the worst and then it's going to be better than what mm. I think, which is such a toxic mindset, <laughs> you know, like that's so counterintuitive. It's like, come on, just like try to be positive And if something happens, it happens and it's going to be fine, but it's really mm. hard to be okay with that. Like mm. I, I have a really hard time messing up at work mm. um, and like, i i don't know like i've had the fear instilled in me that if i mess up like i will get fired i've never been fired from any job like not even close but like if i don't work my absolute hardest i feel like i'm going to get fired and anytime i make a mistake i have like an unprecedented amount of stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. and like i get so insecure and i'm like and i'm you know gonna like i i've made like you know, a handful of mistakes at work. And every time I like kind of almost have an anxiety attack Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I am the worst person in the world. And it's like, I feel like people who view things like that, like you and I, like are rarely the people who would even be considered to get fired. You know, (laughs) like Mm. it's so like opposite of what like people see, but it's really hard to view yourself in the way that others view you. Mm. Because I mean, obviously it's like impossible, but it's hard to kind of just take a step back and take a look out of the looking glass I guess
1: yeah well, it's also it's, it's very human to think you know I'm definitely you know not the best person doing this And, yeah, there's no way what other people say about me is as good as what it really is and what they're thinking.
0: Yeah, or I'm like, they're lying. (laughs) Like, I have, like, a little, like, voice in my head. I'm like, they're just being nice because they don't, like, want to deal with confrontations. You're
1: actually not that good.
0: Yeah. But it's, like, so dumb.
1: (laughs) I'm continuously thinking that way.
0: Yeah. And we need to break it, guys. Insecurity can be vanquished, at least a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. To to circle back to the global yes. Part of insecurity leads to a lack of focus. Mm-hmm. Um, no kidding, um, mm-hmm. but uh, not kidding. Actually, it's real. Yeah. Like wait no, come on. <laughs> but yeah, but but also that 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 of immediately thinking the the worst is part of what's gotten into us. Makes a lot of these global troubles easier for people to digest. Like the reason people think everybody coming into this country is coming into this country for nefarious reasons it's it's like it stems from that you know obviously the worst possible thing could is happening and it's easier to believe that than to see all of the other reasonable reasons that people could be coming into this country not you know yeah not that you know And that when they come to this country, they're not participating in the economy. Which
0: they so are. Like, it's like the people just don't know how much they're paying into the system without Mm -hmm. getting any tax breaks back. Like, they're paying for all their taxes. They're not getting any Social Security. They're not getting any rebates. So I just, I think that it's a severe lack of communication because, you know, the people in politics want to keep people in the dark so that they can keep staying Mm -hmm. in power. Yeah. but it's also people not looking into it like the internet is there like there mm-hmm. is information and they choose to click on Breitbart because it's like mm-hmm. their social agenda i don't know yeah maybe yeah. i went on a weird riff but
1: no it makes sense though but yeah like even just logically like if you're an illegal immigrant you're you're not going to do anything to like say hey guys look at me i'm here things like apply for unemployment or food stamps or commit a crime because if your your goal is to become a citizen you want to stay as clean and under the radar as you can and you know pay you know sales tax and pay taxes on your income even though you don't have a social security number yeah but just, yeah yeah sorry the rant there no
0: it's good we we were good on the rants um let's take a little bit of a break and then we will come back and kind of unpack the rest of the songs um and you know get back into it uh we are on bff.fm i am on slightly sobbing and you're listening to Insecurity, and we're in the studio with dakin who is a gem of a human so thank you guys for all staying tuned i'm having a great time i hope you are too and, you know, Wednesday morning, 4 a.m., who's excited? Actually, it's 5 a.m. now, so yes.
1: Oh, it's 5 a.m.? It's 5 a.m. My on favorite a time of day. It's hey, the best time. Hey, that's a great segue into the song, isn't it?
0: Wednesday night. Here we go. Yep, it's on Bleached. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm having a little sleepy time, but we are getting there. Let's do it.
6: for with me, and we only recently met. You true, I'm in love with you, but you might decide I'm a Give me a week or two to go absolutely cuckoo. Then when you see me. your error, then you can flee in terror. Like everybody else does, I, I only tell you this, cause I'm easy to get it. rid of. all if you fall in love, I know that I'm on the make. And if you make a mistake, my heart will certainly break. I'll have to jump and awake, and you know, all my friends won't blame you. Tell you what they'll do, it's only fair to tell you I'm a simply cuckoo. Don't fall in love with me, and we only recently met. you I'm in love with you. But you might decide I will not give me a week or two, too. Absolutely cuckoo, and when you we know, see your error, then you can free terror Like everybody else does, I, I only tell you this cause I'm easy to, to get rid of. of But not if you fall in love, I know that I'm the yeah. And if you make a mistake, my heart will certainly break I'll have to jump on a leg, and all my friends will blame you There's no telling what they'll do, it's only fair to tell you I'm, I'm absolutely like cuckoo It's only fair to tell you I'm absolutely cuckoo
0: slightly sobbing on bff.fm i am sunset Urban female and we are in the studio with dakin
1: hello Be great <laughs> sorry you I like just... that elongated oh yeah, yeah. I, I i like that you i was know. trying
0: to interrupt you oh on purpose well i mean i had to add your subtitle yes
1: <laughs> well ah. I mean, that, that's really what good radio is all about interruption, right?
0: Exactly. If you don't interrupt your guest, then you're a horrible host is essentially what we're saying. Um, so before the break, we played a little bit of Bleached and Feist and Magnetic Fields and Dirty Projectors and Plush. And guess what? Those are all besides Bleach, because Bleach is like actually good music and all the other bands are good music. Mm. I don't know why I said that, yeah. but not sappy as fuck. All the songs that I played are sappy as fuck because we're on Slightly Sobbing, but Bleached
1: is not as sappy, even though the sentiment is sappy. Yeah, well, I mean, I think insecurity songs tend to be jittery. That's true. I mean,
0: not for me. I don't know. When I'm anxious, I'm like sad anxious, I guess. You know, I'm not necessarily like sweating. Like, "Ah," I'm like, okay, I can't breathe and I need to listen to something where someone's like, Hey, I can't breathe too, and it's fine. That's like (laughs) my melodic song that I just made up about anxiety. (laughs) That has to do with sad people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, mine is I can't breathe and nothing else matters, and I don't know what to do, and I'm going to die right now if I don't fix this, and I need to fix this, but how do I fix this when I don't know how to fix this? And (laughs) See, jittery versus sad. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But yeah, so Dakin and I actually used to work at the same job together at Ticketfly, RIP. Um, it is now owned by Eventbrite, which is an, an another amazing company. But I don't work there anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't really call it call it I don't know. I, Sorry, it's just soapbox. I wouldn't really call Ticketfly is something that that died. R I P. Yet. Yeah, I think Ticketfly is is something that it's gonna be sunsetted though, right? Yeah, but it's it's. 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 I don't know. I, it's the, its this, own enigma. Yeah, I, th- I. think. I think. I think the spirit of Ticketfly is going to live on in what becomes Eventbrite. Totally. Music. Yeah. And, Eventbrite and, music. Yeah, and then there, there, That's the last I'm going to talk about. I, work. I. I yeah. I, Except we're talking about work and securities. Yeah. So it's not. Which is funny <laughs> to say things because like, I really love my job and I yeah. really. Like, genuinely believe in the company that I work for. Yeah. And I, I believe that the company that took over the company that I used to work for is still doing good things. The same things. stuff. Yeah. I, f-
0: I mean, not the same stuff. Obviously, it's a little bit different, but Eventbrite, if you're going to go with the ticketing company, it's going to be Ticketfly or Eventbrite because their morals and their mission are very similar, mm-hmm. which is why I worked at Ticketfly and I'm totally, you know, cool with Eventbrite. And I think everyone, I think that's pretty much everyone's sentiment that works there. Yeah. Like,
1: it's the most beautifully supportive workplace I've ever encountered.
0: Yes, I agree. And I think that coming from that, it's very interesting because when I was at Ticketfly at first, I was like, oh my God, like, I. Don't know anybody. I remember my first week. I didn't know anybody, and I would like sit down and like read and like <laughs> eat like the free food. And I didn't talk to anybody for like a week, and it was like very jarring. And then s- someone brought up music to me, and I started talking about it. And then like instantly, I like had like all of these friends. And I remember being like really insecure at first. I'm like, I'm not cool. Like, I'm like, I am not equipped to do this job. This is like such an office job. I don't know how to navigate this whatsoever. I'm totally, like, it was, like, totally imposter syndrome, right? Like, I was, like, I am not good enough for this job. Like, there's no way that I can, like, do this job correctly. Um, And I remember having, like, a lot of, like, anxiety and insecurity. And I would, like, I, I do this in every new job, which is, like, problematic. But I, like, would go home and, like, cry because I'm, like, I am not good enough to have this position. And it's, like, so not true and I feel like a lot of people feel that way when they're first starting because they're like why don't I know this all of this information right now and it's like okay well dog it takes like three weeks (laughs) like (laughs) at least like you know and like I don't know if you have similar experiences like to starting jobs where like I don't know my insecurity flared up way more when I first start jobs and then it kind of wears off at least once I kind of can manage my job and then you get new tasks, and mm. then the whole the whole thing starts over again.
1: <laughs> yeah, it happened. Like, so I mean, I feel weirdly confident at the beginning of a new job. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. Yeah, it's it's it's, views. it's as I as I stumble, that's when the insecurities come up. Okay. As I real because as I realize the things that I'm, I i do not know the things that I mess up on. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that freak me out and make me feel insecure.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. Well, so like when you first start your job, because I I think that I have a problem with this where I'm like not taking my time to learn it mm-hmm. enough because I want to learn it so quickly. Um, do you feel like you maybe take more time like in the mm-hmm. beginning where you're like being more cautious and then like along mm-hmm. over the time you're like, oh shit, like I like I've been in this job for six mm-hmm. months. Why did I mess this up or something? Like that's where your insecurity stems mm-hmm. from. Kind yeah. of.
1: Yeah. Well, I think in the in the beginning it's it's another form of nervousness where. Mm-hmm. I, well again i I don't like making mistakes because mistakes are awful yeah and so i tend to be overly cautious in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then there's a point where i get too confident yeah and don't and like become less cautious yeah and then the less caught like i i get you know a little bit you know i feel too good about what i'm doing and skip things and overlook important things and stuff like that
0: yeah i feel like a lot of the time i um will sometimes be like oh i i got this and then if i do mess up i like feel like i'm like disappointing like a bunch of people and i don't know like why that is because a lot of the time if you're you know a person that's working at a certain place and you're not consistently making mistakes no one's going to care. Like, all you have to do is they say, like, hey, I'm sorry I messed this up and take full responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then it's usually fine. Like, I don't think I've ever heard someone who has been completely, like, like have, has had complete humility in their, like, mistake, has apologized for it, taken responsibility, and then still gotten in trouble, <laughs> you know? Because, yeah. like, what kind of boss is going to do that? That's, like, so messed up. But it's in my mind, my warped little view, I'm like, they're going to hate me. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. like do anything in this business ever again because like they're going to override it like it's so like impractical and like not accurate that it's like almost comical because if someone was telling me the way that I view myself in my workplace it'd be like what like what are you talking about get out of here like you're crazy um but it's so hard to look past your own like frame of mind I guess When it comes to especially work, because at least I do, I value my work like very high. Like Mm -hmm. I I definitely take a lot of um, pride in it. And it's like if I'm not doing a good enough job in my mind, I get really anxious about it.
1: Yeah, I I definitely understand that. And I also understand that the the whole is this thing going to be the thing that gets me fired? Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people get fired and I never understood why. Yeah and it's so easy to to look at it and go this person is better at this than me Mm -hmm. how is it that i'm still here and they're not but then again you don't know everything
0: yeah because you and i mean you don't know how what kind of relationship they've had with like other people Mm -hmm. in the company you don't know if they've made a bunch of little mistakes Mm -hmm. that aren't super prevalent also A lot of the time when people do get fired, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I did this, this and this and this. And that's why I got fired. They're like, I got fired. And they don't want to talk about it, which is completely understandable, which they shouldn't have to. Or on the opposite end of that, they did deserve to get fired. And then they don't agree that they should have gotten fired, which is a different kind of worker. which I don't think you or I I are. Um, And I feel like at least when insecurity manifests itself in the way that it does for us i don't necessarily think that you can even be a bad worker because if you're consistently terrified that you're going to get fired then you're probably not going to get fired unless like there's other you know things
1: going on which also happens yeah or 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 the aforementioned you're so scared of it that you focus on the one thing and yeah. miss everything global, else which yeah which which is it's tough but no, that's how security and sometimes works.
0: I feel like we were talking about it a little bit before um, the break as well, but kind of how I feel like my insecurities have kind of done me um, a service because I think that me being a little bit more on edge about my work performance has given me an edge to be a better worker because mm. I am more cautious of things that I'm going to do and I am like more prideful in the work that I put out. Um, which I think that you kind of resonated with as well.
1: yeah, well, I, this is something that, that both my therapist and my wife have said to me, mm-hmm. um, that anxiety and anxiety and insecurity are interrelated, totally. Um, like hundred <laughs> percent like the the some of what what your body does when you're insecure or when you're feeling anxious sort of forces you to. Like your your brain going at s- such a rapid pace is because you're trying to take in as much information as you can, and you're trying to process as much information as you can to get the right decision. Yeah. So being anxious forces you to see a wider scope of things, um, and it and that's where it's good. Like when you're insecure, you're you're more aware. Yeah. And awareness isn't a bad thing like seeing you know not just what a and b leads you to but what, what like a b c d e f and g all mean to your situation yeah and then the next step up on the beyond that and even further and how eight steps down the line affects your decision right now
0: yeah i don't know i feel like it's so hard to find that like easy balance so you know mm-hmm. like because i i have been i think a lot better at like kind of like all right so this is why i'm anxious and this is why it's good that i'm mm-hmm. gonna like keep like persisting on with this like anxious energy mm-hmm. but at a certain point you need to like let it go and go home mm-hmm. and like rest i have a problem with resting like mm-hmm. you know cutting it off part but i do agree with you that it's kind of like anxiety does drive in my experience like the best product mm-hmm. um but it it at a certain cost, and you need to learn how to shut it off at a certain point too. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah. Well, this is, I always say, my favorite music is anxious music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this entire playlist has been my favorite bands, really. So yeah,
0: and then my favorite sad girl bands mixed mm-hmm. in. It's the perfect melody of anxiousness and happiness. Um, but anyways, maybe we should come back to. The playlist. um And one second. Anyways, but this is slightly sobbing on BFF.fm. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. You should tune into all of the programming on BFF. There's a plethora of amazing things. And I'd like to thank again my co host, Dakin the. I need to think of a better one. Let's think. Dakin the
1: Prodigy. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Dakin the. Perfect person. We've already done that one.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like the, the Prodigy, although it would be really funny if you threw on a Prodigy song right away. No, I don't want to hear them. <laughs> I really don't want to hear the Prodigy. <laughs>
0: All right, well, you already said it. Okay, we won't do it. All right. Um, Up next is going to be Speedy Ortiz, or Ortiz, Ortiz. <laughs> Ortiz with Lucky 88. Uh, this is on Slightly Sobbing on BFF. Thank you guys for tuning in. I have had a great morning with you, and so has Dakin. I'm going to speak for him. No, I, is it I, true?
1: I, I, this, I mean, it's, it's actually like almost nine o'clock. <laughs>
0: Excuse me, we're doing this live
1: four a.m. Oh, sorry, Everyone and and and, and I'm on my way to go see Os Mutantes <laughs> at 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 six a.m. Guys, yes. see early shows. Uh, That's what we're bringing I'm, I'm a big fan of the early show. <laughs> if, if a band gets takes a stage before you can start serving alcohol, yes.
0: Okay, but mimosas. Don't forget about mimosas. Yeah, for the encore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll be right back, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is Slightly Sobbing.
7: Because life is carnage. I once was love
0: Thank you for tuning in to Slightly Sobbing. That was Antichrist uh, Television Blues by the one and only Arcade Fire, which Dakin didn't know because he doesn't like shitty music like I like.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, Arcade Fire aren't really a shitty band per se. Hmm. Questionable. I mean, I I thought... They're
0: not shitty. They're great. I'm, I'm just being negative. They're great.
1: Yeah, I thought they were one of those bands that everybody is supposed to like.
0: They're one of those, like... Family arena bands before like family arena bands like got big, you know, like Mumford and Sons and things like that. I feel like they're not in the same genre, but kind of like the sing-songy. Anyways, let's get back into insecurity (laughs) because that's what we're here for. Um, We were chatting a little bit before the break about um, kind of work insecurities and things like that. But what? Yeah, wait. What were we going to riff into? I forgot.
1: Um, oh, yeah, we had a good topic that we were man sorry about. We really should have should have been recording the the, the crosstalk.
0: <laughs> we needed a, yeah, side crosstalk. I think what we were talking about is kind of insecurity based on um, people's per, uh, people's actions towards us. So like our childhoods, for instance, that's what we were talking about. there we go. Yeah. got it back, guys. Um, so when I was like younger, I mean Dagan and I both grew up pretty modestly. Mm-hmm we were kind of talking about like schools and things and I didn't even apply for certain colleges because I just didn't think that we would have the money to get in. And we were kind of talking about like insecurities that you create for yourself before they even become insecurities almost. Um, And I know money is like a big one um, for me at least because or intelligence is a big one for me too because I'm like, oh, I'm not smart enough. So there have been times where I just don't do things because I am already insecure about my intelligence level on them like trivia or things like that because i don't want to be viewed as stupid um and you were kind of chatting about like financial insecurities because you did grow up pretty modestly as did i um but do you want to kind of go into that
1: um yeah so I and mean, what when i when i think about the schools that i applied for um a I didn't apply for anything expensive yeah and b i only applied for schools that I know I would have a safety net mm-hmm. if I was there. Basically, I only applied to schools that I could commute to from home, because if one thing led to another, and I didn't have any, I couldn't afford a dorm, or I couldn't afford a place to live, or couldn't find a place to live, I knew I'd have some place.
0: Yeah, totally, something close-ish.
1: Yeah, and and I think I know I, I think a, a lot of. I've, I, I haven't taken a lot of risks because of not feeling secure, not feeling that I had a good enough safety net to take a risk that could have been a good thing.
0: Totally, because you're just insecure to the point where you don't try, which yes. I've done so many times where I'm like, and I I feel like I've gotten better at this because I feel like as an adult, I've realized that. And I'm like, okay, no, I can do it. Like a lot of the times I just don't try to do it because I'm like, I can't do it. And I'm like insecure and anxious about it. And it's like, just fucking try. Mm. Like Yoda says, (laughs) try or or do not try there. Or no, wait, do or do not. There's no try. Chris Stevens is shaking his head at me currently.
1: (laughs) Uh, I I like that you said that as if everyone knew who Chris Stevens is.
0: (laughs) Probably anyone that's going to be listening to this podcast will.
1: Right. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Our, our listening, uh, or what our, our listening area, our demographic is
0: is Chris Stevens. Yeah,
1: just him. <laughs> he uh,
0: probably won't even listen. Now yeah. we have we have to make him listen. A-
1: and it's Chris is calling in. Hi, Chris. <laughs>
0: What's up? No, um,
1: sorry, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we, we we already we already pop the illusion that this is live.
0: Oh my gosh, because we're going to early morning shows. I don't think that that's popping an illusion. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah I mean so insecurity definitely I feel like is kind of a crutch that I use mm-hmm. a lot and I think that that's why we both kind of chose the topic mm-hmm. and I think that the way that you can break free from that in the way that we can and I try to is kind of breathing first of all drinking mm-hmm. water the very like here are the textbook things mm-hmm. to do when you're insecure or anxious but those actually do really help me like I've been really Focusing on breathing and then kind of just like differentiating why I'm anxious. I've had, I used to not be able to do it. I used to just kind of shut down. Now I think about, okay, what am I anxious about? What's the resolution? Is there a resolution? If not, let it go. And that's really hard for me. But the let it go thing is very important. And like dropping your shoulders and making sure that your body is relaxed. That's how I kind of cope with my insecurity slash anxiousness body <laughs> what about you
1: um so are you familiar with uh cognitive behavioral therapy at all
0: no but go uh, ahead
1: <laughs> um so this is something that my, my therapist doesn't actually do that much with me but i actually downloaded a phone app of all things yes phone apps um and oh, i wonder if i can find it even though i have a song queued up but yeah i i have a, an app that basically like forces me to rewrite those thoughts. Ooh. What's and the app called? Pocket CBT. Okay. It's a free app, and it's, it's, um, yeah, it, it's crazy. Like, you, you basically retrain your brain mm-hmm. to not... <laughs> To not believe those thoughts or to change how those thoughts are formed because there's still because you know most most anxiety most insecurity there there is truth within them yeah within those thoughts but your brain is wired to what, panic if yeah. you're wired to panic yeah yeah and and you can reframe those thoughts as something good um, also, I, I think at this point we should t- tell the world, neither of us are licensed therapists. Yes, <laughs> uh, do not. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, also, sometimes it's important to, to know when you can ask for help. Mm-hmm. It's also tough because not everybody has access to be able to ask for help. Yes,
0: Um, the previous episode we did on domestic violence had a lot of free coping mechanisms um, and also like online guides and like call centers, Mm -hmm. which I can totally link to as well. So don't, um, I know it it is usually a financial thing because therapy is fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have health insurance, it's even more expensive. If you have health insurance, it's still expensive. So there you, and I mean, I think I, I forget this a lot of the time when I'm feeling very anxious, but like, your friends are a pretty good key. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't think that they're going to understand, you know, chances are they might not, but chances are they will, or at least they're there to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, if you guys have any issues, too, um, I'm here to listen. Definitely not a registered therapist by any means, but it does help to talk about it. And I always, like, don't want to, and then I do, and I'm like, fuck, why didn't I do this, like, weeks ago?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is important to know when when talking feels good and when it doesn't. Totally. Because, yeah, I, I've, I've had some pretty serious anxiety holes. Mm-hmm. And talking about it actually makes it worse. Sometimes. Really?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I see that, too. Yeah, so... Because then you feel like no one does get it. Because you can't articulate the way that you're getting anxious. Yeah. In an appropriate way that you feel.
1: Yeah. You know, one thing that, that uh, works really well... So, I is uh, I started down... I went through a list of road trip games. Mm-hmm. When... Um, I was having trouble and there's a a game where you just simply say a word and the next person has to associate, like say the next word that associate you associate with it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like it feels so simple. (laughs) Yeah. But like it, it's enough of a diversion, enough of a concentration on something outside of yourself. Yeah. That you're able, it helps get your, Get yourself back on track. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I would say apple. And what's the first thing you think of when you say it, when I say apple?
0: Is there like uh, apple seeds? Yeah. Johnny? And then,
1: <laughs> yeah. And just keep going like that. And like, it forces you to think about things that aren't yourself and yeah. aren't what you're going through. Is
0: there a link to where you got that? Or is that like from therapy and stuff? No, it's so
1: actually, I, I can't remember where I found that one. I Googled road trip games.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to put that in the description as well, as well as that app. Um, so if you guys are interested, we can definitely link you to those things. Those are kind of the ways that we deal with anxiety. And I think that we're pretty anxious people, so they may help you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, I think that we're closing, closing time. Here and we have a, One a, a really. One last call for alcohol. <laughs> so finish
1: your whiskey and beer. Also, Everybody
0: we love karaoke. If you guys ever want to do karaoke with Taken or myself, um, or together, because that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, I'd be into that. I. I, I still whenever i hear teenage dirtbag (laughs) i think of you
0: that's perfect that's what i want everyone to think of (laughs) um but anyways guys thank you so much for tuning in we had the lovely astounding extremely intelligent dakin here so thank you so much for joining us and and, and indulging us with your beautiful tunes yeah Um,
1: thank you for having me Sensitive. Miss sensitive urban
0: female <laughs> I know my real name is never to be Talked about on this show I, I know um, I
1: almost said it and I was like wait I'm really
0: impressed no you're good at catching I like always forget people's names
1: uh, uh, You know one Not thing their ab- actual names but One thing about radio is you don't want dead air but there was a dead air moment Where I was like no I can't Say it What? <laughs> it, wait, What is the alias quick oh yeah
0: Yes um, But anyways guys My alias is all you get to know <laughs> And this was a show about insecurity. If you have any questions, go ahead and chat me. Or if you have any corrections, because we said some false stuff, because Danielle is the only one that gives me that editing, and I can put it in the description as well. But I don't think anything we said is insecure, (laughs) is not
1: correct. You know, Danielle, if you don't say correct me on anything, then I'm going to feel really nervous. Got to
0: find something.
1: I definitely messed things up. All right, so, All right, so we have we have a Should we like say why this closeout song is the closeout yes. song go go for it So we've, we've actually we're talking about a lot of random songs well off the air mm-hmm. Including uh, we found a Millie Vanilli single and I thought <laughs> well if we really want to dissect insecurity and the dangers of it Gotta
0: get in that Milli Vanilli
1: But uh, but we're actually gonna close that with It Was A Good Day by Ice Cube which feels like such a wonderful, positive song. Yes. Until you get to that final, final <laughs> line. And it just messes your head up so hard. And you're like, what? Because like, you think that all everything can be okay and it's possible to get okay. And then you realize, no, okay is never going to happen.
0: Yep. And guess what? That's how life goes. And insecurity is going to manifest and you got to break free from it.
1: I'm so glad that we ended on a dark note.
0: Yes, me too. I love dark notes. Uh, Anyways, this is up next is It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Thank you again for joining me. And you guys are listening to Slightly Sobbing on BFF.fm. Thank you for staying tuned.
1: Go get some breakfast.
0: Yes, and love yourselves.
2: Jacker in sight, and everything is alright. I got a beat from Kim, and she could fuck all night. Caught up the homies, and I'm asking y'all. Which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court, and I'm troubled. Last week, fucked around and got a triple-double. Freaking niggas everywhere like Static from the cowards, cause just yesterday, them booze tried to blast me. Saw the police and they roll right past me. No flexing, didn't even look in a nigga's direction as I ran the intersection with the show dog's house. They was watching you on TV raps. What's the hats on the cracks? Shake em up, shake em up, shake em up, shake em. Roll em in a circle of niggas and watch me break em with the seven, seven eleven. 7 7 even back Ironic. I had the boo, she had the chronic. The Lakers beat the supersonic. I felt on the big. Those high beams. No helicopter looking for murder Two in the morning got the fat burger Even saw the lights of the Goodyear blimp And it red ice cubes of pimp Drunk as hell but no throwing up Halfway home and my page still blowing up Today I didn't even have to use my AK